0: Welcome to the Hoolihan Lawrence moment. Rye has spoken. Brought back by popular demand, Amy Pizzano and Nicole Ball are in studio to break down the mansion tax. What is the mansion tax? What is the history behind it? And why am I paying for it if my house is far from being a candidate on Robin Leach's Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous? Amy and Nicole will answer all of your questions. While we can't guarantee lower taxes from listening to this podcast, the expert insight given will better prepare you in search of that dream home.
1: Hi, Nick. Uh, thanks for having us back. It's good to be here we do need some context here don't we so the history of this tax is definitely a good place to start because given the name mansion it seems like it must have originated at a time when it was more contextually relevant than it sometimes seems today so New York's mansion tax was created back in 1989 by Mario Cuomo who was the governor at the time and the purpose of it was to try to boost the New York State budget during recessionary times it was a 1% tax on sales of homes of $1 million or more, and it was statewide. So if you bought a home for you know, 999, 999 or less, the mansion tax didn't apply. If you bought a home for a million dollars or more, you would have to pay equal to 1% of the sale price of the home. So if the home was a million dollars, you would pay a $10,000 mansion tax. If the home was $2 million, you'd pay a $20,000 mansion tax. And this tax applies to all residential property, which includes one to three family houses, co-ops,
2: and condos. Obviously, home prices have risen considerably since the late 1980s. Back then, there were significantly fewer people buying homes at or above $1 million.
1: Yeah, and now in Rice in City year-to-date, the percentage of residential homes that have sold for $1 million or more is between 55 and 60%. So in our area, for a lot of people, it's basically something that they just have to factor into their closing costs. It is what it is.
0: Tell us about the changes that just took effect in New York City specifically. This is interesting to me. I'm curious to see how it plays out in terms of encouraging folks to flock to the burbs who might be toying with that city versus suburbs decision.
1: Yeah, the big news is that New York York City mansion tax has increased. And this is only for New York City. It just took effect. So it applies to contracts signed on or after April 1st and for transactions closing after July 1st, so just this month. And again, like in the late 80s, the motivation behind it is funding for the city, this time to improve the subways.
2: For the fiscal year 2020, the tax will remain at 1% for properties $1 million or more throughout New York State. But for properties in the city, the new tax will have an incremental component to it. It will rise gradually starting with 1.25% for purchase prices of $2 million and up with a cap of 3.9% for purchase prices of $25 million or more. So like you said, Nick, it will be interesting to see how this plays out. In theory,
1: it should increase the pool of buyers moving out of New York City and translate into increased demand for homes
2: here in Rye
1: priced $2 million and up.
2: Yeah, we should see, start to see the market effect in the next few months as new contracts are signed and transactions close on luxury homes.
0: Sounds like some good news for sellers at the high end of the market in Rye.
2: Absolutely. Rye is blessed with proximity to the city, thriving small businesses, walkability within town, our beach, our nationally recognized public school system. And now sellers in Rye have tons going for them, including hefty financial incentives for luxury buyers coming from the city.
0: Wow, I've learned so much today and I'm excited to hear that good news is on the horizon.
2: Yeah, we're excited too. We definitely are. And just a reminder to our listeners out there, as with any major financial decisions, You should consult your attorney or accountant to find out what these changes mean for you.